Um, so I've got like a little kind of life hack for everybody over the Christmas period. Um, so if you're working in an office environment and you like coffee or even, well, yeah, I suppose you could use it for tea, but more so coffee. Um, and especially iced. I don't know if you, why you'd be drinking iced coffee this time of year, to be honest. But you can get away with this dip and Bailey's looks like a nice coffee. So if you're struggling uh-huh. in the workplace, just fill up a thing of Bailey's and take it to work uh, with ice and you'll get away with having a nice little alcoholic beverage, you know? <laughs> Not a good idea. Slow. <laughs> yeah. I'll really help you get into the festive spirit. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Gin and Barrett, the podcast. I am Kevin O'Connor-Jones, Double Barrel Bitch, your fabulous host. And joining me this week are two fabulous co-hosts, Ellie and Emily. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining me. Um, How has the first week of December been for both of you? Any plans for the weekend? Um, Yeah, the first week's been okay it's gone really quick to be honest I can't believe it's the seventh it literally feels like the other day well it is nearly a week to the first but still like it's gone so quick um plans the weekend yes I've got yourself and Sarah and your partners all coming around to mine for our little festive get together which I can't wait to do but that's it plenty of cocktails yeah I'll be recovering all day Sunday so love it love it (laughs) Uh, what about you Emily Um, I made my claim to fame this week and got on stage and did a little one liner acting piece with Fred Armisen that was a ball (laughs) so that was really fun felt really famous when I walked away with all the attention I was getting after it (laughs) Um, and then what were you doing well on the weekend on Sunday me and the girls are making like our first attempt at our Christmas dinner. Um, we're gonna eat that, and then we're gonna watch Christmas films and decorate the flats, and probably have a little drink. So that'll be quite fun getting us all Christmassy because we've got no decorations up at the minute. We've just got a tree that's got nothing mm-hmm. on. I love how you're doing like a little trial period of the dinner. Yeah. As well, I love that. That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. You don't like fuck it up on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> um well my week um i didn't really do much to be honest but like i don't know where time's going it sounds so strange for me to say that but i don't know where it's going because i don't have time to do a lot of the things that i need to do um but i went on saturday to the gin festival in st george's hall just outside the christmas markets that was fabulous little last minute plans and then i went out last night for a friend's birthday dinner up at a friend's birthday dinner that was nice just to go out and this weekend as ellie has mentioned we are having a little shindig little festive get together a little drink which i'm really looking forward to and i bought the traders game so we're gonna play that yeah um, nick's gonna annoy the shit out of me because he's like what's the game i was like just read the instructions <laughs> please revise the instructions before we go <laughs> i got to know i know because, like, and that's, that's the type of game as well. You can't, like, 
ask for help because you can't tell people what you are. Are you a faithful or are you a traitor? Oh, yeah. You'll just have to struggle. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to learn the rules because no one knows. They'll give it a while. You'll say, oh, I'm a traitor. We'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to it regardless. Uh, plenty of drinks will be a flowing. Right, we'll get straight into the news then. Um, and one of the big stories this week is um, earlier in the week, unfortunately, we heard news of Sophie Anderson's passing. Um, she was 36 years old and many people will know her for being one half of the internet sensation, the Cock Destroyers. If you haven't heard of the Cock Destroyers, where the fuck have you been? The probably the most, one of their most famous videos is, um, do you know what we are? Fucking Cock Destroyers. I love, I, I loved them all those years ago. Um, and still do. Um, it's very sad that she passed away. Um, she was a great advocate for the LGBT plus community. Um, for HIV advocate as well. She done a lot for our community and the rights. And it's just very sad. Um, and untimely death. To be honest, there was a hoax a month ago. Um, that her. I don't know whether they were married, but her boyfriend or or husband. I'm not sure what the relationship was. Um, but he put out like a fake rumor that she had passed away a month ago and that turned out to be false. And then two weeks ago, he um, passed away and now Sophie's passed away this week. So I think it was a very tumultuous relationship um, and they were obviously going yeah. through quite a lot, which is very, very sad. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very sad. She's only 36. It's so, so young. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. I young. To, to to deal with that and it's really nice to see all the tributes that have been coming out from a lot of people on the internet and the other half of the cock destroyers rebecca she put like a really nice tribute to her so um rest in peace sophie yeah. um yeah. yeah it's very sad um okay the next story that i have is it only came out yesterday i think it was or did rishi sunak have a conference or something like that oh, was he back for pmqs or something there was something in a way where you have to give a speech um and he has came out and he has said that the uk is going to launch a crackdown on records and legal immigration so it's good he's going to set a record sorry for legal immigration um starting from today so the minimum salary apparently to come into the country at the minute is twenty six thousand. Okay, which that's around, is it minimum wage with the new living wage? Is that around that? I'm not quite sure. Um, so he's going to hike that up. You have to now come into the country legally. Um, if you want to live here, reside here and work here, you have to be earning at least £38,700. Um, and he hopes this will curb on health workers, bringing family, um, because the Tory party apparently are like panicking that if more people come into the country, that will doom their election chances. I don't think that is going to make any fucking difference, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, what do you think about that? So he's hiking it up to that. And I'm not being funny. Not many people earn that salary. Yeah. If he's hiking it up to that, then he should hike up people's wages to that who live in the uk currently because that's just crazy that is like because twenty six thousand like it's a bit above minimum wage is it oh that's it. Yeah. i can't i'm shit at math i can't work I that out it yeah it is yeah it's, it's above minimum wage it is so that's like i think that's 
reason for it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, because you still, if you if you earn in that, and you're still contributing, because that's that's the point of what people say. Like they want to tighten the borders because they feel like obviously there's people that don't contribute, but there's loads of people who come from other countries who contribute, mm-hmm. who pay all their taxes and that, and yeah, do like the do like the big needed jobs like there's we we need more doctors and nurses so mm-hmm. they should be encouraging people to come in and i as long as you're 100%. contributing to society like 100 mm-hmm. percent. like a lot of the like hospitality retail jobs um you know there are foreign people coming in to do those jobs yeah like so because the UK Irish kind of society, they're quite like, in my opinion, snobby to do certain jobs. Um, and I would be like that myself. But I have worked in retail yeah. hospitality, so, you know, whatever. But certain people, like, I'm never going to be a bin man. I wouldn't do, you know, like maids in hotels. There's a stereotype where predominantly they're, they're Eastern European. But in my experience, I worked 10 years ago in a a hotel and... The majority, if not all, of the chambermaids were from Eastern Europe. Um, and without them, I sound like Kelly Osborne. <laughs> 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 oh, but you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just like, in terms of the wage, they're not going to come into this country and earn £38,000 by working in a bar or a restaurant yeah. you know that so like and british and irish people are quite stuck up with like oh, i'm not doing that job it's beneath me yeah but those people are happy to come into this country to do those jobs which are much needed jobs yeah so what what's gonna happen like i know yeah. and it just um it just shows i also touched the tour the conservatives are because they're considered they're saying 38 grand like Probably to Rishni Sunak, 38 grand is like minimum wage to him. Yeah. But us people, I'm not even on that much. Like, that's crazy money. I'm so, and it just shows us the house of touch. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the house of touch. And they just don't know. That's why they need to be voted out because the house of touch. We need like a realistic party who knows. Because if you're going to start demanding people from other countries to be on that much money then you need to start mm-hmm. paying the people who live here yeah. i mean i've been in um england for 10 years and i've never voted for tory and i've never voted I... for labor like i would always go for like an independent party which in the long run doesn't suit the bigger picture but in our local area it's the independence to get stuff done but I don't even think I'm going to vote for Labour either because didn't Keir Stammer come out this week and say Maggie Thatcher did a lot for the country or something? Mm-hmm. He, he said, maybe don't take that for concrete, but he did come out and say something yeah. about Maggie Thatcher mm-hmm. in favour of her. And I'm just like, okay. Well, I always think he's a Tory in sheep's clothing, to be honest. Yeah. So I, I don't know who never liked him. I know it's hard. Like, I just got to suppose read up for it. And I know people say, like, um, like, vote for the party not not because you don't like the person vote for the party mm-hmm. that like will do stuff yeah. in the long run and i do hope they do change the labor yeah. um thingy read the manifestos yeah and, what, and what, i love jeremy corbyn i know that's quite controversial to say but i, I did like him so yeah I, 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 I just always remember him slapping that woman's tit <laughs> 
Well. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, your Wi-Fi is a little bit delayed. Or do you, are you delayed? Can you hear us on time or anything? Me? Yeah. yeah are you? Are you no, delayed? Sorry. I'm like I can hear everything fine. Say it again. Oh, you're fine for me. That must be. Oh, I don't you know. It must, must be off too. Anyway, sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, speaking of technical difficulties, if you, um, I do apologize. Podcast every time, like certain bits throughout the podcast episodes, there sounds like there's somebody farting. <gasps> no, I've I've been dying. <laughs> I keep meaning to say this to you. Yeah, every so often it sounds like I someone's like burping or farting. I- I don't know what it is because I have this software and after the recording, I put magic dust on it, which is meant to eliminate background no- background noise and kind of like smooth out our voices. So unless there's something wrong with the system, but it's nobody farting, it's nobody burping. I was so... going to say, it might be me, yeah. but I haven't put it in a few weeks, so... No, that's no, not No, like, you know, episodes where you haven't been on it. And there's, the in the earlier episodes, I the ones I used to listen to walking to boot camp... It used to sound like you were like a demon at a certain point, so it'd be like yes. you'd be talking, and then it'd be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh fucking hell, what's that? <laughs> I know it must be the software, but then, and if I don't use it, then I don't. We won't sound as good. But I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to do. But hopefully, it doesn't happen again. But fucking hell. But then it might just be my gay ass voice, and it doesn't understand how to fucking <laughs> what to do with it. How to put a filter on it. Because I don't think it happens to anyone else's voice but mine. No, I've not noticed it on anyone else's voice. So, so it's when you laugh as well. Yeah, so apologies out there if it keeps happening. <laughs> um, right, the next story that I have is uh, the TV license fee is going up. Now, first of all, I do want to say who the fuck is still paying that. Um, but it's going up by £10.50, which it was supposed to go up £15, but it they have done us a favour apparently and reduced it to an extra 10 50 next year. Okay. Um, thanks so much. Like, I have never paid for a TV license. I have no, no. shame. They don't know my address and they've got to come after me. <laughs> I have never paid one. I never will pay one. I'm not paying Tess Daly's £1 million wage for Strictly Come Dancing. No, thank you very much. Oh my God. Because um, that's where your money goes. And yeah. I'm, I'm not being funny. I don't want to watch some stupid fucking show that that's where the money's apparently going to now and i barely watch fucking tv live tv i watch eastenders that's the only kind of and strictly to be fair but they're kind of the only bbc things i watch so like that's not going to affect them if i don't pay it you know what i mean no no well i i told them i listen i don't watch bbc and i I don't even have like a a box to watch tv i literally just watch all the apps and they were like yeah they were like okay um you don't have to pay it but if you ever watch live TV, you someone will come and you will have to pay. And I'm like, all right, okay, so yeah, I've been watching Big Brother the whole time. Amen. I don't Literally. even touch BBC. The only time I'm going to watch BBC is in January when the Tracers is back. Yes. So they can come knock on my door, be like, yeah, I'm watching it every week. Sorry. Yeah, like, <laughs> but like they'll have to get in first of all. Like we've got a ring doorbell. I'm not answering the door. <laughs> <laughs> have to get in. You know what are you going to do? I know. When we first moved in, 
oh sorry when we first moved in someone did knock and Aaron answers and she was just talking to him she was lecturing him about tv license he was like all right i'll ring up now she was like okay bye she was like if if you haven't rang up i will be coming around and i will be checking you've not got a box oh piss off love you have to look through the window because you're not gonna see <laughs> i always say there are certain people like you have to be a certain type of person basically i can't do that job but like you know like a traffic warden or a police person um yeah you can't say policeman anymore so it's police person or see anyone who works in seals i'm just like oh you're all like why can't people or pts you know like you be on instagram and people are messaging you constantly hey you, you follow somebody because you're like you meet you might feel a wee bit fitness enthused you're like oh they've got good tips and diet and stuff and then instantly you click follow and then they're messaging you going kind of help you on your fitness journey and yeah. oh, fuck off oh. just press follow like i know you have to make money and earn a business but please fucking leave me alone so yeah i would put i would put um tv licensed people and debt collectors in the same bracket of you know you have to be a cunt to do that job honestly you know i couldn't do it i couldn't knock on people's doors as soon as they started like shouting at me or something i'd be like that right you're right <laughs> goodbye <laughs> you you keep all your debts i'm not not coming in <laughs> um okay the next story that i have we're flying through <laughs> love it um is billy eilish so billy eilish ha- is put up an instagram post blaming variety magazine for outing her in their cover story um so she has asked people to stop discussing her sexuality but we're gonna do it on the podcast so sorry billy um but she has suggested in the article that Variety put out that she was attracted to women. Um, and she goes, thanks Variety for my award and also outing me on my red carpet at 11am instead of talking to me about anything else that matters. I like boys and girls, leave me alone about it, please, literally, who cares? And that is true. Um, I suppose why I wanted to talk about it, it was just, it's nice to see more LGBTQ plus representation and good for her but i always assumed she was <laughs> yeah I, I didn't realize like bye or something she wasn't um, like... but good for her well welcome to the community yeah i seen a meme the other day it was like um you know it's lgbtqi whatever it is there's so many letters now i can't even keep up but somebody goes like plus is that like the premium that the premium membership it was so funny um but yeah good for billy eilish um yeah good for her so i'll have to stay on that have you got anything to add not about billy eilish though like do you do Um, you go exactly exactly hopefully she releases more upbeat music i'm fucking sick of this That's the only quarrel we've got with you, love. Literally, come on, you're gay, or you're <laughs> in the acronym, some acronym somewhere. Give us a bob. <laughs> um, but when she when they outed her, apparently she lost a hundred thousand Instagram followers. Ugh, so they're still even in the young generation. They're still a homophobic people. It's like get a grip. Yeah. Get a grip of yourself. Um, okay, next story is Traders is coming back. 
for season two. If you haven't watched the trailers out there, please go do it. Catch up before the the, the new season that comes out. It's on BBC iPlayer for free if you don't pay for your TV license. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> completely free. Claudia Winkleman, icon in it. Uh, it's just a really good show. Um, I've bought the game version to play over Christmas. Amazing. Can't wait to do it. And it's back on Wednesday, the 3rd of January. And apparently it's going to be on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights. Oh my God. So we don't have long to wait for every episode coming out. So that will yeah. be fucking fabulous. Nice to like watch something in the winter because January is quite a depressing time. So yeah. you've got yeah. something to focus on that you love. And it's iconic to be happy fucking days. Um, And two more little stories. So... Uh, and we're, we're, it's very early to talk Eurovision again, but we're going to bring up Eurovision. So Eurovision 2024 has announced the 37 countries taking part next year already. So Luxembourg are back after 31 years of missing the contest. Yeah. Um, Romania are out at the minute, but they're hoping to, they're in talks to come back. So there might be 38 countries. So we'll see. But everyone is kicking off that Israel are competing this year. Um, People are likening this to 2022 when Russia was competing. Then loads of countries, broadcasters like Finland and countries like that kicked off that Russia were in it. Then the EBU who organized Eurovision kicked out Russia from other countries saying, well, we're going to withdraw if Russia's in it. So it's kind of hypocritical that they're not saying anything about Israel. Mm-hmm. when Israel basically are doing the same thing that Russia did to Ukraine um, but is that because Palestine's not in Eurovision like Ukraine's in Eurovision maybe that's something to do with that I, I don't really know but yeah. it's a bit it's hypocritical to kick Russia and Belarus out but you're keeping Israel in so yeah we'll we'll see what happens in the next few yeah, months things, things will change things will change but at the end of it it's all about music and, and it's a fun party and we'll enjoy and we should, we should take politics out of it but it's hard to always do that yeah and the, yes and the last kind of story that i have is it's a theory um kind of a conspiracy theory but it's we'll see how we go but i would believe that's true so apparently you know the way pigeons they're so fucking dumb they fly yeah. into you they just go around like uh city centers and towns just go coo bob on their head back and forward <laughs> like they haven't got a clue what they're fucking doing <laughs> um apparently the reason why this is is because pigeons have lost their purpose in life so so pigeons you know hundreds of years ago whatever were domesticated by humans because they were messenger birds so they would have flew and took messages castle to castle from moat to moat things like that passage on messages like lady elizabeth has mm-hmm. given us a baby a new king or whatever and you know um and now because we have post and we have Amazon and we have messages and stuff like that. Pigeons oh, have a purpose. <laughs> so pigeons don't have a purpose, but that's why they're lost. And then I seen a comment underneath the story and I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Have you ever seen a pigeon nest? I was no. like, no. Actually, no. So what do they do? Where'd he go? I don't know. Where did they go? So this is why I think pigeons are real. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this touches back on our conspiracy theory weeks ago that birds aren't real 
that their camera operated. Because are you telling me a pigeon flies <laughs> hundreds of miles to deliver a letter attached to the fuck? Yeah, no, it's, to do that, that before crazy, technology. Yeah. Like, I think it's all fucking. I, I, you know, but yeah, they've lost their purpose. Oh, so they they were never like wild animals. They were like no, we domestic. They were they were at a point, and then uh, and then we all needed, took them in. People needed messages back and forth, so they domesticated them, <laughs> like kept them on the rooftop and like you know huts, hutches or whatever you call them. Yeah, because. And- don't people still, I don't know if this is still a thing, but they used to have racing pigeons, didn't they? Were they used to yeah, have 100%. So, yeah, poor pigeons lost their purpose. Hopefully you get it back. But what's our purpose? Like, if we don't have a purpose, we just go through the motions. <laughs> so the pigeons should do the same, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe the pigeons are just doing, like, living life like we live it, but they live it, obviously. I like it. <laughs> you can have little houses and everything for all we know. Pigeon parties. Pigeon parties. I do hear pigeons, though. They are wild dumb. I hate when they shit on you. Like, there's just no need. Yeah. They always fly into your faces as well. It's like nah. the flapping that gets me. I hate it. Um, okay. Um, that's all the news topics I have for this week. Is there anything that you want to discuss? Um, oh, there is actually, it's not really a story, but I've seen it all over Twitter and everything today about the newsreader who wow. were like that. Like, basically, she was about, I think it was like they were doing the, you know, the little clip where it has the countdown to the live yes. TV. And I think she does this all the time. Like, she makes funny faces in the camera or like puts a finger up at the camera and she did it. But I don't, she didn't realize she would like went live. And she yes. was like, like the one <laughs> finger up at the camera, and then just went like serious and went on to yeah. the news. But I don't think she realised. I think, I think maybe no one told her. I don't know. It was she, weird. I think she had it up for a, like a few seconds before I think she realised. Yeah, and then she was like, I, like she quickly realised. But then she she put out a statement today, and uh, I don't she? know the lady's name. Apologies. But she put out like a statement saying, you know, it's a joke between her and the team. She she, she explained that kind of thing that you just said. Yeah. Um, and when it gets to one, she always puts up the one finger. But she says she didn't um... realize she went live. Um, <laughs> and apparently people have wrote in and complained about it. Like, get a well, fucking grip of yourself. I know. Like, I get seen a fucking a... grip. I seen a comment on the Instagram, when I seen it on Instagram, I seen a comment saying, I hope she doesn't get fired. And that was one of my first thoughts. I thought, you know, the yeah. world, what the world is like at the moment, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, she had to put an apology video out or something, or she got suspended yeah. or sacked. Just to put one finger up. It's not like she has a sign up saying something, like, offensive. No. Like, but it is, if someone didn't tell her that she'd gone live, <laughs> <laughs> that is shitty, but... <laughs> So I don't pay my license and fee for shit like that. <laughs> I know, yeah. I wish I pay my BBC license and they're doing crap like that. I know. It's jokes. That's all I have. I love the story. That was fabulous. Emily, have you got anything? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to see if I've read anything juicy this week. I don't think so. I will be honest. I I struggle to find much substance in that news this week. Um. Mm-hmm. Which, which is a good thing because last week was very deep news. This yeah. week, you know, obviously <laughs> Sophie Anderson passing, that's very like sad. But the rest mm. of it's kind of not lighthearted, but it's like, t- you know, you can mention it in 
if you have a few sentences and then move on. Yeah. Um. Right. So we will just go into the next section, and it's what's ragging the absolute shit out of us this week. So, Ellie, what's ragging the shit out of you? Um, not actually much to be honest. Um, one of the things that has done me in a bit is the days being dark. Like we don't get much mm-hmm. sunlight as it is now, but like there's no need for it. Like today, it's been like pitch black all day because it's been so rainy. Like it's just been miserable. Like I don't want to put my lights on during the day because I just I want some like some actual light coming through the windows. But I've had the lights on at times because it was getting to the point where the office, like my one of the rooms in my house where I was working, I could barely see the screen. Like it was burning my eyes. I thought I have to put the lights on. I'm like <laughs> I'm not getting enough sunlight as it is. I'm not getting enough serotonin as it is. Like mm-hmm. don't need this. So that's something I don't know about. Um, the bin men still not emptying the bins. But... Right, so the podcast people, audience, whatever you would like to call yourself, everybody, um, uh, don't know this story, so please do fill them in. Right, okay. Since <laughs> the 4th of October, the bin men in Warrington have been on strike. Like, Disgusting. they've not emptied a bin. I think they've emptied the bin once since the 4th of October. So every time they'd, they'd say, like, oh, we've the strikes up until the Monday, and then they'd say, oh, from the Tuesday onwards, we've got a strike. So the current strike is meant to la- was meant to last until Christmas Eve. However, it's now off. They come to an agreement today and they're going to start collecting tomorrow, which yeah. happy, oh, happy days. Day. But what has annoyed me about that is my bin collection is on a Thursday. So why couldn't they have agreed it yesterday? Because they're emptying everyone's bins in the air in that particular area tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I won't get my bin empty now until the 14th of December. Oh, fuck's sake. So do you still want us to take our rubbish with us on Saturday? <laughs> I never said that. Right, can I just put this out because it's recording? I never asked them to take their rubbish with them. I said, I have means to get rid of it. It is fine. So no, you don't have to. I'm taking the but if you want to you can do <laughs> yeah we say no you're making me sound like I'm right house rules guys if you're going to come to mine on Saturday you've got to take a waste of you <laughs> but I can see why like why you would Just... even even I know you were joking but like I can see why if you were being serious no, why you'd no. need to do that because yeah. from the 4th of October till the 14th of December what the fuck I know I know you You've had to pay for a private hire company to come in and empty your bins. Yeah, yeah, but they're so busy at the moment, so we've only managed to get, like, four collections in total, and that's, like, yeah. between the two bins. So, yeah, and then every time we were getting one, I was just filling it back up again because it was all, like, bin yeah. bags. And yeah. you're a household of five people as well, so it's going to fucking... Yeah. Your rubbish is going to be through the roof. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. And I'm terrified. I hate rats, right? Uh-huh. So obviously I've been doing everything I can by mine not to have rats, but I just know that there's going to be, because like there's some areas that we've drove past and it's just like walls of bin bags because if like they live in flats or they live in like a cozy sack, they're just lining the bins up because a lot of people can't get to like the, the recycling centres or mm-hmm. can't afford a private hire so they're just putting the bin bags on the streets and it's like oh my god I'm terrified because that causes rats yeah, 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 yeah. so oh, but hopefully with the bins now being collected tomorrow and then yours next week then that shouldn't be an issue yeah yeah and my dad's coming up on Saturday, so he's going to take a couple of bin bags home with him. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Rallying the trip. <laughs> when I went to see them last weekend, I um, I put a few bin bags in the bins as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Love it. Love it. You have to do what you have to do. 
I know. Yeah. You don't know how lucky you have had it the last couple of weeks. <laughs> this isn't one of my annoyances, but you have prompted me to speak about strikes. So I'm going home to Ireland for Christmas and I have arranged a, like, a reunion day with my school friends on the 22nd. And the Northern Ireland buses are going on strike the 15th, the 16th and the 20 fucking second, which is the day of our reunion. And we were planning to go in all day to Derry, which we need to get the fucking bus because Dungibbon's in that middle of fucking nowhere and you can't get a taxi. So you have to rely on the bus. And we were going to get the bus in at one o'clock, go drinking. Get the last bus home at 11 p.m. Sort of buses are going on strike. Now we have to fucking stay in Dungibbon town in the shitty old man pub. Oh, God. That's terrible. Strikes at Christmas. They do it to be fucking cunts. Yeah, well, that's the purpose of a strike, isn't it? To cause as much disruption as possible to get the other people to agree. 100%. It's two weeks away, so I'm hoping they can pull the finger out of the arse and fucking (laughs) get it working um, and pay whatever they want. I don't know if it's pay or whatever the fuck they're demanding, but, like, hopefully they get it sorted so I can have my day out. Yeah. I'll manifest it. We'll manifest it for you. Thank you. We will. I got the general. We'll do a prayer circle for you. But it's bad because it's because Northern Ireland, especially in the countryside, you rely on buses like public transport and trains. I think the trains are on strike as well. So you have to rely on it. And like the bar owners in Belfast and Derry were given off going, a lot of people will travel into the Christmas markets, you know, the city centre for the bars around that time. Um, So they're going to lose out on money. Yeah. So yeah. What about people ridiculous. who've got jobs in there? Like, if you yeah. live in Dungiven, but you go work in Belfast or uh-huh. Derry, like, that means you're not going to get paid because exactly. you can't go to work and can't even get as, a taxi. As much as, like, I know striking, you know, sometimes it's necessary to get your point across to earn more money, but I'm, I'm not being funny. Like, just get what you give and fucking do it like strike in january like why do i know ugh, i don't i want to talk about it anymore moving on um emily what's ragging the shit out of you this week i, I i'm sorry if there's delay <laughs> by the way there's <laughs> not am i like delaying am i lagging not a little bit I think, now. for me you know you are but anyways yeah. we'll sort that we'll sort that in the edison process if there is <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing really. Just the weather is fucking freezing. Like Glasgow. I know Scotland's always cold, but like it's actually like some days I go out I wear about four layers, and it just like hurts. Like it's just like pins and needles everywhere because it's so cold. But we did have snow the other day, so that was quite fun. Um, but I did have to go to the Aldi for a little food shop on the day it snows and fell over four times trying to walk to Aldi. Yeah, that wasn't fun and the rain as well obviously because it's winter the rain it's just fucking relentless so, yeah well, well speaking about the bins we took so i took the bins on the other day with case and obviously all our bins are in the back garden because i live in a flat so it's like have the whole building's bins they're mm-hmm. always overflowing to fuck but we took the bins out and like the week before, me and Kate had um, gone through our bedroom and like did a clear out and stuff just to, like make room for like just new shit we want to buy. And I went down, we went down like three days after it, and on the sides of like the wall, I don't know if they mustn't have fell out because we sealed the bin bags. So I don't know if someone's gone through the bin, but on the wall was like four pieces of my makeup that I'd thrown out. 
on the wall. Right, like sat on the wall. And I knew it was mine because it was the scarf box I had for Halloween. It was no oh trans thing. <laughs> for Halloween. It was Wonder Eye Cream. And it was a primer. There could be some neighbour or homeless person going around wearing That's your makeup. <laughs> well, I'd like good on you, babe, doing a full face of makeup with Scarwax, eye cream and primer, like good for you. <laughs> I'll be the basis of their luck. <laughs> honestly, honestly. I'll be to tell her it is because one can do them. That's so random. That's scary. That's why I always, like, Nick always gets me for this. He actually bought me a little thing on Timu. Like, it's like an ink stamp to stamp over your name and address on, like, your packaging. Because I was yeah, I always that. grew yeah. up. Like, my mum and dad, they were, they, were, they were very worrisome people. But it's kind of came into me certain aspects where I'm like, I need to shred or rip up any letters yeah. or labels. Yeah, I don't I want do. people knowing going through my bins. And it just proves that people are going through your bins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your paranoia is going to be worse now. You're like, a hundred percent. I don't like scribble out the names on packages, and I always think maybe I should do, but less as I do. But I've seen those stamp things are well good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Um, it just completely blacks it out. Um, so yeah, fabulous, and it just shows the age of us talking about fucking bins. I know. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> Um, okay, I don't have that much either this week, which is nice actually for once. I'm very negative in this section. Um, so my first annoyance is I just don't like and understand how fast time is flying. Yeah. It is really ragging my shit. Like you feel you can't get I always feel like in my head I can't relax. There's always a million things to do and you're I stress and be like, when am I getting that done? I like to I like to plan out my week. I, 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 I struggle living in the present. I always think of the future. So I'm yeah. like, I need to do this tomorrow and this tomorrow. And I just feel like there's not never enough time. And then you're like, it's the 7th of December. In two weeks, it's basically Christmas. Mm-hmm. In three weeks, it's another year. It's a new month. It's just, Where is the time going? Mm-hmm. Like you look at your calendar and you're just like, where? It was summer five minutes ago. Honestly. It's 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 just and I can't even tell you like what I've done in the past no, months to get to this point. Like it's ridiculous. Um, absolutely ridiculous. And there's once you finish a job, there's another thing to do. You're thinking of the next thing. Work. It's it's fucking irritating. Um, and then my kind of last one this week is um. So, I hate having to tell or remind your partner constantly about where stuff is like where's the scissors um where are we going what do you need from the shop again even though i've got a list oh what what are our social plans like we went out for dinner for sandra's birthday last night it was shastra friends of the pod nick and myself and sandra came to the bill and we all were tallying it up so we took the sub the total and I said to Nick to duck the error amount from it and he, he couldn't understand. I had to repeat myself three times. I was like, no. you, you know, here's the total. Take one seven five one seventy fifty off, because that's what me and Nick and Shastras was, and then that left Sandra to pay for whatever she owed. I had to repeat myself three times, the actual sum, and I'm just like, Oh my god. It's... And it's like, where are we going this weekend? I'm like, I've told you where we're going. A million fucking times. What time are we going? I said I've told you a million fucking times. It's I can never switch off, and it's really irritating. 
no like, value. I, what, you can switch <laughs> off, but I can't. It's unfair. Yep. It really, really is. Like, we have a lot on over Christmas in Ireland. I, like, Monday or Tuesday, I sat next out and I was like, I'm about to tell you our plans <laughs> over Christmas. I do not want you mithering me. What are we doing every day in Ireland? Write this down in detail. And if you need or forget what we're doing, look at that instead of that bothering me. Honestly. <laughs> I know. I Simple. agree. If I, 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 I can barely keep myself alive. I don't need the added stress of looking after someone <laughs> and directing where they're going and what they're doing. Like, you're long in the tooth. You can fucking do it yourself. Like, I, don't, I don't mind once being asked. Fair enough. That's a genuine thing. Oh, what are we doing again? But if it's the same question over and over again, it's tiresome. Mm-hmm. It's really, really tiresome. And I'm sure a lot of people out there can fucking relate. It's even like, we've lived in this house 10 years. Nick will say, where's the scissors? Where they've always fucking been for the past 10 fucking fucking <laughs> years. Oh, like, <laughs> give me strength. Um, okay. And that's everything that annoyed me. Very mellow week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had a question box and some people wrote in. So the first one is, this year has went in so quickly, but how are we not off yet for Christmas? yeah yeah you would feel the kind of you're so close to like holiday or something and you know you're getting loads of time off that can kind of drag can't it like you're waiting for it so much uh the next one is people who have no manners it's pretty fucking simple please and thank you is all it takes oh honest to god fucking yep it reminds me up you know hundred percent hundred thousand percent i think it's the thank you that annoys me the most like please i'm kind of just like mm, yeah okay mm. but it's when someone doesn't say thank you it really winds me up i have a friend who hates so she's not originally from liverpool and we were talking about this recently and she goes i hate when people say ta instead of thank you oh i say that sometimes but it's personal preference but she's just like it's less what's the word less grateful maybe or i don't know but then yeah, it's just it's a cultural thing at the end of the day isn't it it's like it's just a shortened colloquialism i can't say that word but you know what i mean um colloquialism oh my god um anyways the next one is being sick felt like death for days Yes, there is. Uh, Shanid sent me actually a picture today, and it was like swooping the nation, a hundred day cough. And she goes, Nick, um, like Nick started a trend, and I was like, more like fucking patient zero. I know, yeah. <laughs> so any one anyone out there, Nick had whooping cough in early August, and kind of is coming back now. So I've made him ring the doctors. He's got he's got an appointment on Saturday before we go to yours, Ellie. It's not like contagious or nothing, so don't worry. No, no. <laughs> but I mean he just but, got out for me cough. I know. So <laughs> his is kind of coming back a wee bit and I'm like, if anyone knows the stories about Nick, every time we go home has a trip to A and E, I'm like, I'm not doing it this Christmas. I'm not putting up with your cough. Go to the doctors and yeah. if you do get bad over Christmas, at least you went and I can't be like, you should have went to the fucking doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can agree. There is something going around. Saz was 
not well there last week, I think, or the week before. So there's something going around. So um, hopefully yeah, there is because we've all been sick. Kate was sick, and then George was sick, and then I started feeling sick today and started like getting a cough. So hopefully, we will. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, man. <laughs> uh, the next one is traveling to the office to sit in Teams meetings all day when I could have done this from home. Yeah. What's the fucking point of that? That's just a control thing. What's the point? You can do that from home. Yep. You Unless go. you need to actually physically be in your workplace. What is the point of that? Yeah. And the last one is trying to think of Christmas present ideas for everyone. It's really stressing me out. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Every year, I said this last week on the podcast, every year when you're trying to buy presents, you're trying to think of a new thing because you don't want to get them the same thing over and over again because you just put unnecessary pressure on yourself. But it's also, you feel like every year that comes, it's like it has to be bigger and better than the last. So it's just, that's why we we stopped buying each other presents. Because I'd rather do cocktails, board games. It's not stressful. You know, I'd rather have the time instead of stressing and worrying about what to get people. It's just yeah, yeah, I know. And I don't like it when you know when no one's on the same page. So like, there's certain people like say certain like like friends or like distant family members where you're like, should I get you something? Should I not? And then Christmas comes and they get you something, and you're like, yeah. Why couldn't you just like? Why couldn't we all just be like every year? Either you get me a present, or right, you don't get me one. I'm not gonna be offended. Yeah. I just need to know. I hate the worst thing I hate is turning up to somewhere, and someone gives me a present and I haven't got one back for them. Hundred percent. Oh, it's like, so annoying. So hey, hey. <laughs> um, yeah and i also at the moment i'm struggle. I, like i've been fairly good this christmas i don't know but i do struggle with i can't look at the presents because i always think it's not enough it's not enough yeah I'm like, and then oh. it ends up buying more and yeah. it gets to the point where like the other day i put an amazon order in and i was like this person doesn't even need this like but yeah. i'm just doing it because i feel like it's not enough you have to <sighs> oh someone's amazon <laughs> did you hear that yeah, Nailer. I didn't know what it is, but yeah. It's, we have an I'm Alexa listening. in the office and our do- ring doorbell. And anytime someone motion, Alexa goes, motion detected, front door. Mm. Um, so Nick, Nick's obviously come home from groceries. I sent him off to Tesco because like, I don't have time <laughs> before Saturday to, do, to go grocery shopping. So he's gone this evening. And um, I give him a very list, had to detail it to fuck, you know, things you have to do. Let me unplug this fucking Alexa. She's doing my head, don't know. He's going in and out. <laughs> yeah, because that notification is, I get that when my item's getting shipped or it's on its way. Oh, I love that. It's so that's good. that's what I thought that, what that was. I thought, oh, you've ordered something. <laughs> oh, I know. No, that's Nick coming in the front door. I just thought of an annoyance. Oh, my God. How did I not say this? This has actually really pissed me off. Um, Sheen, I love Sheen to death, but oh, I ordered yeah. something on the 23rd of November. Fair enough, it was Black Friday weekend. But it's it's been sat in customs in London for eight fucking days. And I'm just like, I need oh the God. fucking parcel because I don't like four Sheen orders, but small because they've now added a handling fee. So if you do compress orders, you get away with it. You know, good to know uh, these things, yeah. save yourself a bit of money. But I have something in the parcel here that I have in a like a, a large, but it's kind of baggy. So I have it in a medium in the other one. But I can't oh, send oh, this oh. one back until... Oh, you like, know. Nah. But the update, I talked to customer service because it's been fucking two weeks. And I'm like, where's me tracking? Because the tracking number ain't working. And 
lo and behold, they get back to me today and the tracking has magically updated. Because it was mm. just sat in limbo going, it's it's departed China um, on the 29th of November or it came into the UK on the 29th of November. And then that was it. There was no tracking. It just goes your parcels in accelerated transit. And I said, what the fuck's that mean? Um, so yeah, that's another annoyance. Just thought of it. Yeah. It is crazy. Shit. I was like, that was she the other week. Niles had didn't turn up for like three, four weeks. Oh no, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, right. We'll take a little break and we will be back with our t- weekly topic this week of scandalous office parties but we're going to do more so Christmas themed so we will see you soon and we are back so every week we do a topic on this podcast and with it being festive season we are focusing on scandalous office Christmas parties so Ellie would you like to tell us any scandals any places you've worked where Christmas parties went mental or even just if it was work drinks, something like that. Um, well, I'll be honest, most of my Christmas parties I can't really remember. That's a good That's thing. That's maybe a scandal <laughs> in itself because, uh, yeah, it's it been good nights, but I can't really remember anything that's happened with them, to be honest. Um, one of the ones that I have wrote down that I can remember was one of my, well, my first job um, that? was in a shop and we went to one of the hotels in Liverpool it was the Crown Plaza they had like this work they had this like Christmas night out so it wasn't just us it was other companies as well and we were all in the one room Uh but you could pay like 15 quid extra and get a band where you get free drinks all night Uh and bearing in mind like I was like 18 and so was everyone else we were all dead young so we just we took advantage of it fully and um it got to the end of the night and we were all like outside or we were all going outside because we were going to move on to town and a massive brawl um between all the lads who worked in this shop that i worked at they all just started fighting each other and everyone from the other companies were coming out going what what's going on like who do they work are they do they work for blah blah and uh, yeah they all started fighting each other like not even like just pushing each other around they were all like proper kicking each other at his in and everything and I, I was in the I was going around going stop it stop it oh but it was it was yeah it was a crazy I was like where did this come from I don't even know how it started yeah so, that was one um there's just been like little dramas you know between mm-hmm. people and that like there was one um one of the last jobs I was in um where a lad had been talking to a girl but not in that way. Uh-huh. And he went home and texted her saying, like, I've got home because she she stayed out. And he was like, oh, I've text, uh, he texted her saying, like, oh, I've got home. Like, wish I could, because I stayed out with you. Thanks for a good night. And then he passed out and his girlfriend's picked his phone up, seen this message. But the other girl hadn't replied. It's like friends of mine, by the way. Yeah. The other girl hadn't replied. And she started texting her from his from his phone saying, What is going on between you? Blah blah blah. Oh my god. And Emily wasn't anything. Like she was literally a friend. Yeah. And that was it. And like she was I remember I was on the night out with her and I was like, Oh my god. 
<laughs> he's passed out right now what is going on like i'm ringing you blah 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 and i was like it was crazy that was crazy what um and then the last one's not really scandalous but i did start talking to my fiance aaron on our christmas night off oh, that's, cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started but i didn't like i sat next to him and everything in the office but yeah we started talking like properly like mm-hmm. at the christmas night off that is that's a very cute like little kind of end i have a story of one of my christmas parties that involves you ellen oh my god like, oh, no! <laughs> i actually know what it is as well yeah i just like think of that because that wasn't my christmas party i hijacked that because you want to forget about it that's probably why <laughs> oh lord <laughs> we'll discuss that very shortly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, they're my stories. I actually did go down and ask Aaron on the breakdown if he had any. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, I've got one, but I don't really want to tell you. And I was like, Why not? And then I said, Oh, I'm gonna talk about me and you and he was like, Well, that was it. I was like, Oh, oh it's not really scandalous. Oh, he was like, I know, that's, that's why I didn't want to say anything. It's a cute scandal. Scandal. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a what? A, a, a what? A what? A candle. A cute. A cute. Oh, oh, a cute candle. candle. Oh, yeah. A candle. That's, That's when the flame erupted. Oh, we're so good at this. That works. That works. Right, Emily, have you got any stories from scandalous Christmas do's, parties, etc.? Um, well, technically, officially, I've never been to two Christmas parties, but I think both of them were fucking wild on themselves anyway. Well, you are still young. To the first job I ever had, I was there for like four, five years, four years. Um, but I never used to go to the Christmas parties in the beginning because I just like was nervous. I was gonna go and like no one was gonna speak to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so when I'd been there for a while, we were having a Christmas party, and everyone was like, "Come, come!" And I was like, "Do you know what? Get pressure. Why not?" Mm-hmm. Um. And that was just a lot of like, as I know, just a lot of weird drama and like unnecessary things. Like, walked into the toilet and three of the girls was in coke off my manager's arse. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No, that's a scandal. That is a scandal. <laughs> that's disgusting as well. Um. Well, the biggest thing from that Christmas night out, which is a bit like Helena's, but not really. So, I'd been speaking to Kay for ages and ages by that point. Um, and after the party, because we had a party in like some like proper random pub. Uh-huh. Um, after the party, she was in work when she used to work at a restaurant. And she was like, come meet me after work. So, I went and met her after work and stuff. And then she came out and came out with like people I'd gone to work, like I was worked with and stuff. So, we went up with them like pop wells and all Till fuck knows what time in the morning. And then we got home and got into bed and I was really, really drunk. And as we were about to go to sleep, she asked me to be her girlfriend. Aww. <laughs> These are all nice kitsy little stories for Christmas parties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you call I woke up the next day thinking it was a dream. I didn't think it was real. I thought she I dreamt it. Aww. Um and then the last place I worked at we had a Christmas night out, but it was in the adjacent company over the road mm-hmm. to where I worked because they were too cheap to pay for 
us to go somewhere. But it was a free open bar. So it was basically like you could get as many drinks as you wanted. So like you could go up to the bar and always like four drinks for yourself in one. Mm-hmm. And like get like unlimited shots, unlimited drinks. Like we were like, we'd like buy a drink, we'd drink half it, then we'd go and get another one already. Yeah, it might like, as well. Got, obscenely drunk like obscenely obscenely drunk um oh my god this is such an egg <laughs> i got obscenely <laughs> drunk and was dancing on the dance floor and on the stage and stuff with everyone and <laughs> a lad who i thought you know what he's a, lov- he's a lovely man lovely friend we were having the best time with everyone i thought oh do you know what he's such a nice friend let me bring him onto the dance floor to dance and brought him onto the dance floor to dance, and while I was obscenely drunk, tried to stick his thumb down my throat. Vile oh was the worst two seconds experience in my life because I'm a drunk and didn't register. So yeah. I in, and then I pushed him off, and he went home and barred. <laughs> he went home and barred, and I never saw him ever again. Like he never came back in to work. Oh my god! Fucking hell! What's hell? That was the fear. I know, never seen him again. And then, uh, this is a, if, oh, this is a real scandal though, but if this got out, like, marriage ends him. But, um, one of our managers. She says on the podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> if, if he's listening, you deserve it, is all I'm going to say. And if your new wife is listening, um, sorry. Um, oh we went on, love it. <laughs> we went on a night out and he, he was just like a bit of a weirdo anyway. Like he's always made like really inappropriate comments and stuff. And we were walking to um what's it called? I think there was another pool in five months and I forget where it was called. We were walking to somewhere and one of my best friends um was feet hurt and so she like sat down on the curve for a minute and we were all so so drunk. Like from this night out, we went out at like six and we didn't me and her didn't get home till six o'clock in the morning. I can't like uh, I know. Um, so she sat down and he was like trying to help her up and stuff. It was Teddy's and we got to Teddy's and we were dancing and stuff. And it was then everyone started to like wins away and that. And he was dancing with us. And the next minute, my best friend started like kicking off and ran up to me. And while they were dancing, he's put his hand up the bottom of his skirt and like grabbed her, grabbed her crown jewels. Dirty bastard. I know. And. Yeah, she has a big kick off about it. And then he pulled her aside, like, the next week in work. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just, I, something came over me. Like, I don't know what it was. I'm going to stop drinking. And only then, for, like, a month in the pub, whenever he used to come in, he's only drink soda water because he was so embarrassed. Shubby, <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. And I was that's dying to all to his girlfriends. was dying to. And, and they, they're married now, the same people? Yeah, and she's having a bit. She's just got pregnant. and if anyone i know listens to this you'll know exactly who it is so sorry guys i think i know it's not the person but i think i know the female is we'll talk after i record him have you got any others and no, that's it. And George said to me, George said to me, I could tell one. Um, she went on a Christmas night out with her before we moved up here. She used to work in a pub in Liverpool and they went <laughs> out to Manchester, I think. And they went on a minibus, but they had like drinks in the pub before, drinks mm. on the minibus, drinks and a tiny bit of food there, and then drinks all the way back. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, she got off the minibus and absolutely like went on her ass and um, gave herself a huge bruise up her leg because she was too drunk. She didn't know how to get out the bus in heels. Oh, God. 
<laughs> oh, I feel that's so funny. Bless her. Bless her. Yeah, and getting a breeze at Christmas time as well. Jesus. Um, yeah, that's it. Lovely. Right, well, I am going to mainly talk about somewhere that I've worked for five years, and that's where my pre- predominantly all my Christmas parties came from. So I've had five there. Um, and they like to do fancy dress parties. So every year there was like an office with brought, like a boat that went around. You had to select, select and whatever one you had to dress up as that year is the theme. So like the first year it was dead celebrities. Um, so I dressed up as Buddy Holly. The second oh. year, I can't remember. I can't, I'm not going to remember them all, but it was like Buddy Holly went to the Grinch one year. There was a masquerade ball one year. Um... Peter Pan, that was another one, Disney one. Um, yeah, so my first Christmas party there. So I was there for maybe four or five months. And Nick, Ellie, and somebody who I don't care for crashed um, my first Christmas party. <laughs> it was I thought that was like, I can't remember. Yeah, my first one. So I was obviously going out to my party. Nick was in the house bored. I think he invited you out for drinks or something with this other person. And you ended up, I remember just like sitting down, having a drink, talking to someone. I look up and hear you three coming into the function room. And I'm just like, hello? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, um, one of the ladies I, like, I used to love working with her and she was like are they your friends and she was like all like oh bring them in bring them in like bring them in and then I was like oh my god I'm so embarrassed because one of the other ladies I worked with she was like wild like make sure they don't get many drinks at the bar you know like she was wild for she never drunk this woman but she was wild penny pinching because she mm-hmm. had control of the Christmas party kind of thing yeah um so she was like freaking out but it was it was just so funny how you crashed the party um there's more to that story but i'm not gonna go into that i know and it was in a play well it was in a hotel i'm not gonna say the name but it was in a hotel where we from our hotel days we knew a few people there oh I my god I forgot going down because i think Nick was, I think I was a bit like, oh, I'm going out of this room because there was yeah. just like so many of your colleagues there. I was like, we'll wait for <laughs> Kevin and um, seeing a couple of people we knew at the bar. Um, yes, because they worked them. in that, in the place. I was so, it yeah. was so strange. Like, I think yeah, if you worked, surreal night. if you worked in the Liverpool hotel, then staff kind of jump from hotel to hotel. So you, you will always like kind of bump into each other again. Especially back then, that was 2015. But it was funny, yeah, it was just funny. And then we all went out after. Um, (laughs) um, So, um, a few years into there, maybe the second or third year, I then took over and I started to organise the Christmas parties for this place. And let me tell you, it was a bitch of a thing to do and I would never, ever do it again wherever if I go into another job I'm never taking on the responsibility of planning a Christmas party because you cannot please everybody oh I can imagine um there was an individual who was um a lovely woman overall but just she was just very nitpicky and she had extremely high standards which I you know some of us do, but it was just she had to also kind of not do the work but control everything. 
um, because she was the assistant to the partner of the office. So she kind of always dropped a line where the person's name said the person's name said. Um, so you kind of couldn't have full control. You could only go to like some hotels in Liverpool, etc. Um, and there was just there was a function room of what hotel was that? Thirty James Street, actually, I think that's what it was. But the room was too big for the people that we had. But they said we can give it to you on a Thursday. So that year we had to have our Christmas party on a Thursday because this one particular woman wanted it there. I was like, get a grip. Oh my god. Um there was just a lot of scandal. Um before I took it over, there was a woman who did it and she was still there, but she kinda got out ousted out or whatever the word is, pushed aside whenever I came in because this the partner's assistant wanted her out of the way. So then she could have more control, but I would do all the work. It was just like it was office politics. It was fucking crazy. Never again do. But I did, there were perks too at the same time because you got to go around Liverpool hotels and go for all these free lunches and free drinks and all that there. It was fabulous that way. Um, I remember one year where, so I always had to get responses back from people and what their meal choices were, allergies, you know, all that shit. Um, that's why I was so good at planning my wedding because I basically <laughs> did it already. Um... And this one girl turned up the night of the party. She said she wasn't coming and she never sent me food choices. She wasn't on the table plan. She turned up to the party. I was absolutely fucking fuming. Oh, I would be. And she was like, she came up and said, I'm so sorry. I thought I replied. And I was like, I just, I said it was fine at the time because somebody didn't turn up. So she just sat that table. She didn't know anybody in that table because it was a different apartment. And she just ate that person's food choices. But (laughs) it, it was like, I was thinking to myself, how, one, how do you think you've replied to me whenever you haven't sent me what your food was? Yeah. Like, fucking morons. And she was on a high fucking wage. What a moron. Mm. Um, Yeah, just the stress of it was not worth it. And it would never do ever again. Um, Yeah, it it wasn't good, but there was just competition. People's noses out of joints. Yeah, it was. We had open bars as well, so we were able just to go up and order whatever we wanted. But then this person who I said before, she input rules where you couldn't buy bottles stuff. It was only certain alcohol you could have. You weren't allowed a drink before. You weren't allowed to order doubles before dinner. It's like she was just a fucking killjoy bitch. Like honestly, um, but because I organized, I went up to the bar and goes well. Hi, I'm Kevin. You know, you introduce yourself. Yeah. And, Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm Kevin. and then you, I just kind of got away with it. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, did I go through my list here? Table plans. Because there were different, like, grade systems in our work. Um, and departments. Instead of having your department at a table, she would have to have split everyone up. So there were, like, juniors, seniors, people from different departments at tables so you're sitting beside people you don't really know so how's that any fun it's like she was a fucking killjoy like honestly um so that's scandal in terms of that um getting into the more like juicy stuff um i at the time um was working on like reception back of house when i first started in that business in the business and i had a manager um and he was 
a dirty dog, to be honest. Like, he was a lovely guy. Like, I had no issue with him, but he was an absolute dirty dog. So before I started, there was always stories that he was in a long-term relationship, but at every Christmas party, he booked a room in the hotel, though, ever it was. And he, at the time, was having an affair with the receptionist who was there before me. Uh-huh. Constantly. Like, it was constant every My Christmas gosh. party. He was having affairs with receptionists from other regional offices who would come over and cover, and he was apparently sleeping with them in the office. <laughs> like, it was just a whole lot of scandal. Um, what can love a memory. I know. Fucking hell. Um, he. Okay, that's moving on from that person. So I remember coming in every. Usually the party was on a Friday night, so you had the weekend. But every Sunday night, I had after the party, I had such bad fear. Um, and Monday, everyone was discussing what happened at the Christmas party. And there was one year that um, I went as Peter Pan. So I had tights and a little dress on and whatever. And there was a director of a certain department. And Dirty Dancing, that song came on, you know, I've had the time of my life. She shoot me and her were dancing. Now, she was way way above my pay grade she was earning like i would say 250 grand but she was a nice woman so you could like you know speak to her and stuff yeah she was like to me she's like oh my god you want to do the lift and i was like okay but (laughs) she asked me to run to her so she lifted me up in the air (laughs) (laughs) and then like she did it she was strong ass bitch like she was like a marathon runner all that there Oh my but um, I was like, oh my God. And the next day I, I felt instantly embarrassed because I was like, it's the man. He should be lifting the woman. But I didn't give a fuck. But I was like, oh my God. It was just, and you have such bad fear though about it. You're just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to show myself. And like, she was so much higher up. I was like, oh. <laughs> but when you get a free bar and a Christmas party, you fucking just go loose. Honestly, you all that um, another year was a masquerade ball and I think I was the only Irish person in the office so somebody had requested the Belle Belfast City and here was me in the middle of the dance floor with fucking 100 people around me Irish dance <laughs> like oh, I, I still think back to the fear of that and then the partner of the office he got pulled in me and him were doing it together and he earns close to a million pounds Oh my word. I, I was just oh like, my so it's just so embarrassing. You're just like, oh my God, this this is like, we should not be like drinking together because you're so above me. <laughs> yeah. Christmas parties are wild because like you speak to people that like you wouldn't usually speak to. Because that yeah. just reminds me, one of my Christmas parties in the place that I met Aaron, I've got a selfie on my phone with the director of like uh-huh. the global director who he used to come in the office every so often because he'd be traveling all around the world and we always uh-huh. used to be like oh we can't speak to him like obviously he's like the big big boss yeah, and yeah. i've got a selfie with him because i went up to him and was like can we have a selfie honestly <laughs> i know it's like so it's embarrassing but it's the, it's the time of the year that you get away with doing stuff yeah, like that okay. really yeah. is. i had a heart to heart in the toilet with one of my managers who fucking hated me like we had so many issues like in day-to-day wear and then we got really drunk at the Christmas party when we came besties I say it's a time for me interacting with people you normally wouldn't and then it changes yeah. kind of your work dynamic doesn't it yeah. um 
the masquerade ball party that we had, um, I every year got like a bottle of drink from the partner for saying thanks for doing it. So they always give give it to me for some reason at the Christmas party, which means I always had to put it somewhere and take it home and remember about it. But one year I left the party, I was quite drunk. I forgot my jacket and forgot the bottle. So I remembered, went back up to the room quickly, got my jacket and said, oh, I also had a bottle of something. Can you just get that for me as well? Because they were clearing out the room. So they put it in a store cupboard. Got it. Perfect. No bother. Went in on Monday and one of the girls I work with gave me the bottle and was like, oh, you forgot to take this with you. You were that drunk. I took it home for you. So I ended up getting a free other bottle from <laughs> the hotel we were in. Fabulous. Because so you were so drunk. Um, the more drunk I get, the more Irish I get. So some of the staff at these parties were like the servants hospitality staff could not understand me it was awful and I, I was the one dealing with the situation and if there was any problems coming up so they couldn't really understand what I was saying which was funny but not at the same time um I've gone through the there was um one of the years there was a scandal of people doing coke in one of the hotel bathrooms now these were quite high up people and they ended up getting fired oh <gasps> Like, that's the stuff that you have to oh. be careful with. Like, if you get caught yeah. in certain stuff, like, it will yeah. affect, actually, your job. Um, And then this is from... So that's kind of the Christmas party side of things that I've experienced. But with... We always had an annual summer ball. So I'll just discuss this. And there was always on a Monday after the ball was on a Saturday. And the... Monday there was an email that went out between the regional offices who attended and it was always like people like lost and found property there were people who had left behind their trousers their underwear their bras their shoes things like that it's like how do you come home without your trousers honestly so obviously people were shagging because it was that it was like in kind of like a rugby ground and then massive like marquee tent so people were obviously shagging outside in the fields and stuff and went home and forgot their attire and then kind of the last thing i have on it is at one of those balls um you could bring a plus one so you bring whoever you want like your husband your wife etc your friend whoever and there was a director who brought his wife and she ended up getting paralytically drunk um and she attacked his manager <gasps> and said you're sleeping with my husband which they weren't and she his plus one ended up throwing a full champagne bottle at his manager and he got fired on the monday because of his wife oh my god i don't know that, that is scandalous that so is those, yeah, like as much as you want to let loose and be completely free like certain things like you know it's it's weird because you can't act the same you would as like if it was us on a night out you yeah. kind of still have, have that wee bit of you can go wild but you you, you, yeah. you can't risk losing your job over yeah. certain behaviors that you do so it's that risky kind of scandal thing and that um you could you always do. tell in like a Christmas party the people who that's like their one nice house a year. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. like 
people in the office who you could tell that like say like if they were married or like they have families or whatever and that was like their one night house a year they were yeah. usually the ones that were like doing all that mad stuff like 100%. i always used to have like a laugh and, and go a bit mad on nights out but i would always do it like the after part so you know when you just go in like you go into town or you go into mm-hmm. the yeah. and all your managers wouldn't come out with you and if they did they can't like you just leave them kind yeah. of thing but when I was at the actual Christmas parties, women managers and that were around and never did any mad crap. But you could always mm-hmm. tell there was always someone. And you'd yes. think, do you realise you've got to go all back in on Monday? Like, Yeah. Like, that's... here's me being embarrassed about doing a dirty dancing, lifting Irish dancing. But there's people being, like, fucking coke and shagging yeah. other people. From there. Like, do you know what I mean? Attacking managers? Like, that's wild about that guy's wife. Like, I, I know. Oh, my God. I've never, yeah. and I've been to two, I think, of um, Christmas parties, uh-huh. and I've never acted like that. I've kind of been no. like passed over because I've been terrified. Yeah, you're terrified because like, yeah. it reflects on them, doesn't it? Like the person yeah. who works. Um, okay, so I put in a question box, and people have wrote in um, with some of their scandals from Christmas. So the first one is simply just they don't remember many of their parties. <laughs> Bill. Uh, the next one is not so scandalous, but our office party turned out to be a super spreader event. We all got COVID. Oh. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah sorry, let me just go into the DMs. Okay, so the next one is, a couple of years ago, a girl from my work passed out in the toilets at our big work Christmas dinner after getting too drunk. So it was the entire company at the time that went... So she got taken out of the building in a stretcher. (laughs) 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 But she still turned up for work on Monday. That's dedication. That is dedication. I I would go in absolutely affronted if I had to be taken out in a stretcher. I know. Fuck me. I'm a two-drinker. I know. Fucking me. The next one is at a Christmas work do the drinks were full were flowing and okay so this person has wrote in with initials for people's names obviously they don't want to name them so instead of writing out like c's wife i'm gonna name the person okay so at a christmas work do the drinks were flowing and caught bless me <laughs> bless you thank you um so start again at a christmas work do the drinks were flowing and connor's wife lisa came to collect him Connor wasn't finished his drink, so Lisa sat down to chat. For context, Lisa also worked for this organisation, but was a part of a different team. When Connor's boss, Harriet, saw Lisa, oh no, sorry, that won't work, it's a man's name. When Connor's boss, Harry, saw Lisa, she got up, went and sat on Lisa's knee and kissed her. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone laughed, including Connor and Lisa. But safe to say, Lisa never came to collect Connor at a work do ever again. So Connor's boss, Harry, kissed his wife, Lisa, at the Christmas party. And all she came to do was pick him up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, those names are made up. The person just wrote in letters. So I thought it was easier to give a name because if I wrote C L H, that would be confusing for me. Yeah, you wouldn't know like who's who. No, hundred percent. Okay, some more. I'm not. I'm, I'm probably not going to read them all out because we don't have time. Um, 
Okay, so someone getting so fucked off their face, they never turned in for work ever again, and we haven't seen or heard from them since. <laughs> oh my god. Is the person still alive? I know, yeah. <laughs> um, I al- always worked with really disgusting work colleagues, the type that talked about herpes right in front of you. Um, This same colleague asked me one Christmas party as I was eating turkey and ham, could he empty his sack on my face? <laughs> oh my God, that is horrendous. Yeah. See, Christmas parties just brings out like a different side of people. It is no, really, honestly. Really okay, so we had a secret Santa at our office. Um, it was a very sales oriented environment. Um, with no real HR, so things tended to get quite loose. Um, one of my colleagues got an anal <laughs> butt plug as their present. For those that, for those of you that have lived a sheltered life, uh, a butt plug is basically a dildo with a suction pad at the base, so you can stick it onto your surface and back yourself onto it. Yeah. Um, we moved on to the Christmas party venue, which was a very swanky hotel with a roof terrace. After a few too many drinks, um, the person who received the butt plug threw it onto the glass ceiling, and then it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they partied under it all night. Eventually, it fell off and hit someone on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's wild. <laughs> oh fuck me, I'd like to go to these parties. Jesus. Um, okay, so first Christmas party of the company that I went to. Um, I get super drunk and animated. Um, I end up telling the boss that I want to sleep with him <laughs> in front of his wife. <laughs> oh my Damn. god. No. Did they go back into work on Monday? Because oh, that would be they, one way you'd have to go to work. No way. They do not. They do not say. That's funny, especially your first Christmas party as well, because you're making an impression of yourself, aren't I know. you? Oh, okay. I will do. I'll do one more. So, um, haven't done the work ex Christmas party for a while. Okay, is there a reason to this? Um, however, one of my favourite ones when I was I worked at a local company. I was nineteen, um, and I was still quite naive. Um, yeah. So one woman colleague got that hammered. After two drinks, she started being really inappropriate. She <laughs> she was grabbing she was grabbing people's dicks. And forcing guys' hands into her bra. Next thing I know, she stood on the bar and shouting, form an orderly cue, I will fuck you all. <laughs> that can't, that's got to be made up. That, no way is that... No way. I am shocked. <laughs> it goes on. Um... Her manager tried to get her down from the bar, which she misconstrued as he would be the first candidate. She started shouting. 
she she started shouting, would have expected you to be first in line and started laughing. She sits on the bar and hitches up her skirt to reveal she had no knickers on. The bar staff had to eject her from the hotel and someone called her a taxi. And when the taxi arrived, they refused to take her as she had been banned from that taxi company because she had done inappropriate behavior with taxi drivers. <laughs> I am shocked. What? I will say this is from a company in Liverpool. <laughs> Miguel was desperate for a shock, you know? Jesus. Oh that's an example of when I said they have one night out a year. Honestly. That's one of the examples. Andrew. How she just went in on like Monday or whatever day she was next in, like that's Oh crazy. no idea. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I have um two internet ones that I found, um, but I don't know if I'm gonna read them out because they're quite long, actually. But um, I'll give you the gist of them. I'm not going to read them word for word. I'll just give you the gist of them. The first one is um, two colleagues slept together, both married. The woman wakes up in the morning, regrets it, and cries rape. <gasps> oh, crazy. God. That is crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, and the other one is, where is it? It was quite a short one, actually. Uh, oh yeah, I joined a new office a couple of months ago. Haven't been out with them before or Christmas party, um, but I got so drunk I barely remember a thing. And apparently it was just me and my boss. See what I mean? It's always like the dynamics. You always end up with your yeah. boss. Uh, I was too drunk to tell him where I live, and he had no no other way of working it out. So he put me into a taxi, and I woke up fully clothed, everything on, but in his hotel room bed. <laughs> with your boss I'm fairly mortified but grateful he seems to have found the humour now we, so we go again next year lol <laughs> yeah people need to be careful um, just a little PSA out there if you are haven't had your Christmas party yet before this comes out go have a good time but just watch yourself yeah <laughs> yeah. remember you've still got to go in Yes, and there's always some judgy bitch in the corner who doesn't drink who will remember everything and they will be the gossip starter in the office on the Monday so you need to either spite their drink or (laughs) you need to be careful that's that's another thing as well (laughs) that's another thing as well you know like on Christmas nights I usually overshare or like you you admit that there's certain people you don't like to other people Mm -hmm. who because you think you're like i'm not friends with you but we're really drunk and we're really getting on really well and then you're like oh yeah i really don't like like carol over there um and then you go in and like that person's told carol and you're like oh no you have to be careful because there are some people who purposely only drink a little bit because they want to remember certain things and they take advantage of like you being super drunk and what you're saying so be careful don't say you if you hate carol don't tell don't say you hate carol no don't don't because you will they will remember and you won't um so the next section that we do is all about advice and i'll just read out their christmas themed questions and funny enough i think you've just answered the question but i'll ask the question and you can you know so the question is how do i avoid making a tit of myself at the office christmas party i think we've basically answered that question we we have um so the other question is have we any advice on what to buy that man in your life for christmas men are so fucking hard to buy for 
Honestly, I don't have the advice for you. You just have to, I don't know, keep an keep an ear out all year when they're saying like, oh, I like this or I like that. But do you know what? I don't know if it's a problem about you, but with my partner, when he wants something, he gets it. Like, he just goes and buys it himself. Yeah. So it comes to Christmas and I'm like, what do you want? I just have to ask him now. I have to say, listen, what do you want? Yeah, um, I do the same. I'm like, is there, like, it's so strong. <laughs> I bought Nick this chair I'm sitting on right now because he needed a new computer office chair because he's working a lot from home now. So I pay. I, he sent me the link. I bought it and paid for it, but I am using it at the same time. <laughs> but um, you have to ask. Like, you just can't guess. And as I said, like before, you're always trying to outdo the last year. You're always trying to come up with mm. new ideas. And to be quite honest, the older you are as well, the harder it is. Yeah. Because you, you don't want some out tat just for the sake of a present. I would rather yeah. someone ask me and... A good bet for me is a candle, a bottle, a drink, or a sheen voucher. Or cash, and what fuss they like. Um, so if they have an interest, like if they're into fishing or they've got a hobby like football or something, maybe something tailored around an activity or something. But I, I would always just ask them. Unless yeah. you know them inside out, which I'm assuming you don't if you're writing in. Um, ask but even then like it gets to the point where you're like what do you want and you start doubting yeah. yourself start thinking like i like i've lived with this man for like what six years six odd years yeah. and i still am thinking to myself every year like would he like that would he yeah. like that yeah 100%. And mainly because he has everything yeah it's just it's so difficult every year and i think men are harder to buy for they really really are um so yeah, emily have you got any Anything to add to that? I'm in a lesbian relationship, so good luck, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. I used to be a woman. It's still harder. So. Do you think? Well, yeah, because like she's she's just one of them people who I'm like, what do you want? Nothing, nothing. I'm like, I don't need anything. I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, but what do you want? She doesn't need anything. So this year she's getting the tattoo. She knows she's getting the tattoo. Was it with a simple? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you ask and she, she's kind of told you, or maybe yeah. you just said, get a tattoo. I, I think that's the way to go. I would ask, unless they've got a hobby and you, you buy them something related to that. Otherwise, just yeah, perfumes or aftershave is always a good one to go for. But then, do you know if they're going to like it? This is the thing, it's a very personal. Uh, yeah, I've I've bought even the same aftershave every year. This year, yeah. I've not. But every year, or the same trainers but different colors. Yeah, there's there's not, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Like, because you know we yeah. like it, so you know work away. So, so yeah, good luck. Keep us posted. There's nothing really more. Um, I have one more where I put up a question box with a picture of me dressed from last night, and someone goes, "Where? I I love your shirt. Where did you get it?" Um, so I got it from Shane. So I can send you the link if you want me to. But thank you for saying I look nice. Thanks, Um, a Funny story about that shirt. So if you haven't seen the story, it's me in a purple satin shirt. Um, yeah. And I took my coat off last night when I got into the restaurant. And Nick goes, you remind me of somebody and I can't put my finger on it. And he kept saying, like, he called me a nail technician. You know, one of those little pinafore things. <laughs> but when we got home, it dawned on him. He goes, oh, my God, I know what it is now. You remind me of a premier and receptionist. Oh, I've actually got the picture there. <laughs> I was like, you cheeky fucking I punk. would have kicked off. 
I was like, a premiere and reception would be lucky to look like that. Honestly? Oh no. A Yazified premiere in. Yes, exactly. No, I would have killed him for that. <laughs> oh well. Well, she says how I'm fucking judging my fashion. He wants to take a look at himself. Fucking... <laughs> I did. Um, okay, so um, we are doing a Best Bits episode. Um, or it will be released on the 30th of December. So if there's any moments from the podcast that you like or you remember that were funny or funny stories, funny memories that you would like included, please do let us know. Um, I am going to do that episode by the 13th of December. So if you could please let me know before this time next week, that would be brilliant. Um, otherwise, it will be released and you can just listen to it on the 30th of December. Um, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, please like, share, review, give us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'd like to thank Emma. Sorry, Ellie and Emily for joining me this evening. Thank you so much. Um, take your milk thistle, especially before Christmas party season. Yeah. Watch yourself. Be careful, but do have fun. Uh-huh. Um, drink responsibly. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.